America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom. I think we've entered a new age of doubt, and I think that scares the expert class. And they, they shouldn't be scared. <laughs> they should be curious right. to figure out how to fix it. They should, be, they should be determined to win back their reputation. They should apologize for being hypocritical. They should admit when they're wrong. You want to win the trust back of your consumers? Well, the first thing you have to do is honestly and sincerely apologize. And then you have to do something about it. Right. This, I forget his name, but I just read an article yesterday. The CEO of that brand said, I, ex I accept 100%. This is, this is on me. This, this was my fault. And then he pivoted to talk about what he was going to do moving forward, as opposed to quitting. Now, I'm not calling on the CEO of Anheuser-Busch to, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, isn't it interesting to live in a time where you can accept 100% responsibility for devastating, catastrophic results? 65,000 employees yeah. are liable to lose their job when a brand that big falls apart. Yeah. So he's 100% accepting responsibility, but he's not resigning. Yeah. He's not, he's saying, as a result, I need to step back. I need to introduce you to my replacement. I believe she or he has their head screwed on straight. We're going to work hard to win back your trust. And we're going to take the slings and arrows that we deserve for violating that trust. Yeah. If I hear that from a CEO who wants to win my trust back, I'll give him a chance. If I hear it from a doctor who got it wrong, or a politician, yeah. or a journalist, okay, right now, now I'm listening. But if you're going to march forward with the same old routine, la la la, nothing to see here, oh, he's just a yeah. doubter, he's just a denier, he's just a skeptic, I don't think that's going to fly in 2024. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really Bad Transgender. Mr. Really, Really Bad Transgender. We have to listen to your claims that you're a real woman, but you couldn't even be bothered to get a doctor to cut your Johnson off. Call me a doctor. You rose to fame after destroying several corporate brands leading some to wonder, is this guy for real, or is this just a desperate cry for attention? Oh, we don't care. But no matter how they feel, love you or hate you, 
they have to respect the grift. You're a star! So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Tranny Man, because you really put the pro in pronouns. Mr. Really, really bad transgender! You know, I said when the boycott with Bud Light first kicked off two months before Pride Month that when Pride Month hits, it's going to be a crater. It's going to be a terrible Pride Month for the alphabet community, and they're going to be oh so fucking sad. And now I'm here with another prediction. This isn't over. The boycotts are going to continue and keep continuing on and on and on until it's over, said, and or fucking done. And when's it done? At this point, I think when Bud Light is no longer a brand. When Bud Light actually has to consider that four long plan they, they kicked around a couple months back where they're like, maybe we got like a stock beer and like sell us like a cooking thing. Yeah, they might have to do that if they even want to keep selling the shit. Because again, I work, I, I, I've, I've shown videos of this, I, I work in a Miller Brewery and Distribution Center. And we're hiring people. Like, we're doing a, a, a hiring drive right now. Meanwhile, the Anheuser-Busch Budweiser distributor down the street, they're doing layoffs. I talked about this even before like the story broke about, like, bottling plants shutting down. No, the thing with Bud Light is getting so much worse. And it's going to keep getting worse. Why? Because they fucked around. And now they get to find out. And the, the pendulum that swung all the way to the left is now swinging at mock speeds back towards the right. And the left is losing control of the narratives completely. That being said, let's continue, shall we? Bud Light plummets to 14th place among beers as Anheuser-Busch CEO pleads for customers to think of the 65,000 employees impacted by the boycotts. Right. Well, I hate to tell you this, bud. They should have quit. They should have. They should have quit when the vaccine mandate was happening and a lot of those employees there decided to stay and get the vaccine. And you know what? They're the same kind of weak employees now who are learning this lesson the hard way. And there's lots of other opportunities. Like I said, Miller distribution centers, so all the skills and jobs that these employees have, Miller will take you happily. Not only will Miller take you, any distribution center will take you. Local breweries small breweries like you know state exclusive type deals they're booming too they're hiring as many people as they can get their hands on so i'm thinking of 65,000 employees having new jobs at less faggy fucking companies just a thought just a fucking thought i'm having you know these people don't have to work for bud fucking light or anheuser bush their skills translate to any other distribution warehouse, especially beer-related ones. So, 65,000 employees, 
can literally walk down the street or find a local Anheuser, a local Miller distributor and go work at the warehouses. There's distributors in every state, multiple, almost every, at least every county has one to two distributors in it. So you can go find yourself a fucking job if you're one of these employees. Again, this thing has been on the collapse for months, for months. And now they're just like, oh, well, you know, think about the employees. No, Bud Light should have thought about the employees before they killed their fucking brand. Not only that, they should have thought about their shareholders, people who have stocks in the company. They didn't. All they thought about was themselves and their little trendy campaign, which, again, as far as I know and everything I've read, wasn't meant to be a campaign. It was meant to be a one-off can sent to somebody who made it a campaign. And now, Dylan, who made the whole campaign happen, is uh, saying boycott Bud Light themselves. The fucking fruitcake. I just love to see it. By Janine Machini. Let's get into it. As Bud Light, once a beloved contender among the country's favorite beers, spirals down to four, spirals down to the 14th spot. It was number one, like, six months ago. Whew, the repricious, uh resonate far... The repercussions resonate far beyond the brand itself. A recent YouGov survey reveals the decline in Bud Light's ranking, casting it below competitors like Pabst Blue Ribbon, Miller Genuine Draft, and Miller Lite. A systemic shift in popularity jeopardizes the livelihoods of the 65,000 people whose economic well-being is intrinsically tied to Anheuser-Busch and InBev's success. Again, you're also not thinking about the shareholders. What are all the shareholders, right? I understand the employees. I get that. These employees can find other jobs. There are other jobs hiring. There are other jobs available. And the economy could actually use people in other fields. Again, there's no skill that they have working at a specific Anheuser-Busch warehouse or brewery that won't translate to the exact same field with a different company. They're not done for. I fail to see it. Like... If you've, like, a handful of people who've been listening to this podcast for a few years, I, in the last four years, pretty much since COVID, I have started and left quite a few jobs. Just because it was like, uh, I don't, I can't do this one. I don't want to do the restaurant business anymore. Uh, vaccine mandates. It was the whole back and forth with shit. No, 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 no. There's 65,000 employees too scared and or lazy and just want to bitch and moan, and or the CEO is using employees as an emotional bait to try and get sympathy from like the America first, don't outsource me bro type uh, American consumer. And here's the thing, there's other American beers that we would rather be drinking, we would rather be sponsoring. I work for Miller, I don't even drink Miller products. I prefer, if I drink anything, I'm drinking like patties whiskey or black and white bourbon yeah, that's my go-to if i'm drinking a beer i'm drinking like a local's light you know i'm not a big fan of like the really hoppy shit so i'm not a big fan of ipa but if i drink an ipa i'm drinking like a a, a new orthodox like m43 h43 type deal boss tweed that kind of stuff and Hazard bush has never been part of my fucking lineup and i think for a lot of other people it's the same fucking it's the same deal like oh this is just a beer i drank it's cheap it was readily available, so I drank it. And now you're like, I don't need to drink this fucking beer. This whack-ass gay fucking beer. Hell, I don't need to drink this shit. So you're not drinking the shit. You're done with it. And that seems to be the trend with 
well, honestly, most people these days. So I love it. And again, my heart breaks for these employees. I've talked about the employees before because you had the video when all this first broke off where you had the guy who looks at the guy from tax from uh, cash, cash cab being like, thanks, Bud Light. I might not be able to feed my family. If that guy still works for Bud Light, at this point, it's his fault that he can't feed his family. The signs and everything have been right on the wall for, for months, for months and months and months and months and months. And they still chose to stay. You're in a house on fire and you're choosing to just sit there. You're in your bedroom. You know the house is on fire. You feel the heat. You see the smoke outside the door. But the smoke's not in your room yet. It's not directly in your vicinity. It's in your house, but not in your not in your vicinity yet. But now that the flames are encroaching in, now 65 people want to leave their bedrooms. And they're realizing, oh, there's a wall of flames in front of my fucking doorway. You can get through it. You just gotta run through that flame. You can get through it if you're quick enough. There's still time before the smoke fills your room. You find yourself completely fucked up. But some people would rather play victim. It's a it's a drug. I, I think having a victim complex is a type of a it's a type of a addictive substance. Don't know. Wasn't my high though. And as a Bush CEO, Brendan Whitworth, a Fed, has taken full responsibility for the controversial promotion involving transgendered influence. Okay, whatever, bud. Dylan Mulvaney that caused sales to plummet. In an interview with CBS, Whitworth emphasized that he is ultimately accountable for the actions of the company, expressing concern for the people whose livelihoods depend on Anheuser-Busch. Okay. Quote, It's impacted. It's the impact, honestly, on the employees that weighs the most on me, he said. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I said, there's also, like I, like I said, this there's, there's most likely just the company and the CEO of Anheuser-Busch using employees getting fired as emotional bait to try and get his customers to come back because he just realized the hard way, oh, fuck. Doctorates and gender degrees and blue hair don't have much money. Oh, fuck. And all these bars, if no one's drinking Bud Light, the bars aren't going to re-up. No, shit. No, this is a this is a desperate plea to pull out our heartstrings. Go fuck yourself. Whitworth called on people not just to punish the work, not to punish the work, uh, workforce, but rather to rather to attribute blame to him. Oh, dog, we've been doing that. He made it clear that he acknowledged the repercussions of the promotion and urged customers or consumers to continue supporting Bud Light, while Anheuser-Busch has attempted to downplay Mulvaney's role in its overall strategy. Whitworth confirmed that the company will maintain its partnerships without making any changes death knell he did not explicitly apologize for the collaboration again because it would lower his w uh, his esg score more than it already has uh mulvaney desperate uh, uh despite some uh consumers demanding an official acknowledgement of the mistake as prerequisite for restoring their uh, patronage the company's actions have been received has been perceived as a breach of the unspoken bar rules that strictly discourage discussions of politics or religion as long as the company fails to acknowledge or address the concerns it is anticipated the boycotts will persist good in an effort to revive sales and regain uh, consumer trust Whitworth and Bud Light brand head Todd Allen launched a new summer campaign the company is, is this the one with the men I was gonna show you this ad it's just dudes grunting it's not great 
company plans to it sounds it, it sounds like that one episode of The Last of Us, quite frankly, to triple its investments this year, including increased spending on sports, primetime, and cable television advertisement. It remains uncertain whether these efforts will be sufficient to rectify the situation and rebuild the brand's reputation. Too little, far too late. While Whitworth admits that dealing with the boycotts caused him stress, he remains devoted to Anheuser-Busch, describing it as an, quote, institution closely tied to the American flag. Buddy, you're not. You're a leech sucking blood off a body. We're going to dump salt on you and get rid of you. Despite the pressure to address the escalating situation, Whitworth is not the sole person facing criticism. Alyssa Heinershit, the frat party girl who hates frat parties. The first woman to lead the Bud, to lead Bud Light in the brand's 40-year history faced significant backlash from consumers following her collaboration with Mulvaney to expand the brand's reach. Her comments about the brand being, quote, out of touch and in need of a makeover further fueled the controversy. As a result, Heinershit, along with Anheuser-Busch Global Vice President of Marketing Daniel Brook, were placed on administrative leave. They are still on administrative leave. There's been a lot of fake reports that they've been fired. They have not been fired, by the way. It's all fake news and lies. As of one of the largest brands of alcohol in the world for decades, the fall from grace is opening an unprecedented opportunity for investors in the alcohol space. For example, Molson Coors Beverage Co. is up 32% year year to date as it continues to take the market shares from the struggling brand. Another play... Another play is is investing in uh, burgeoning alcohol brands on platforms like Start Engine, I'd say Weeble personally, which allows anyone to invest in startups. That's just kind of a plug for uh, an app I don't know, so I am not uh, giving it a plug. Moving on. There There are more pounds of plastic in the ocean than there are fish in the sea. Okay, that has nothing to do with the story. And that Okay, so that's the end of the story. It just ended on a needless plug for an investing app that I'm not comfortable with uh, plugging. So I'm not going to do that. We're going to watch this Access Hollywood Walmart-looking dribble here, and then we're going to wrap this episode up. Oh, God. <laughs> well, like, plus. The, 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 I mean, this, the, the drama continues here. found out in June that sales dropped 28% in, in June. That follows another... Like, Big drop in May. Now, Modelo Especial now uh, dethroned Bud back in May. Again, they're the top-selling beer brand. I'm sorry, Bud Light. The dethroned Bud Light. Sorry, Bud Light uh, in June as well as May. So, I mean, I don't know when this bloodletting stops here. I'm, I'm honestly quite as surprised at how long this controversy la- is lasting. You know, we saw things like Kaepernick with Nike, short-term blip there, a lot of rage, but that just didn't last. This is co- seemingly continuing on and on and on. We well, bring up an interesting point there, Kaepernick and Nike, right? Because I think people would argue. Nike is more different than Adidas and more different than Under Armour than maybe Bud Light is than Miller Light or Bud Light is than Coors Light. I think some people are realizing when you really, if you were to blindfold yourself and try those three light beers or four light beers, they kind of taste the same. It is like more. <laughs> and so to win market, well, to win market share back though, wow. right? So like if someone stopped drinking Bud Light for what? Wow. Yahoo Finance, holy shit, Yahoo, what happened? You're usually so much garbage, just the most shilliest of bullshit, and you're running this? You're putting this show on? And you're saying this? I was expecting a full-fledged flaccid defense from these fucks, but no. 
All right, credit where credit's due. Whatever reason over the last couple of months, and now they are considering going back or they're not sure, what's the difference? Yeah. I think that's where Bud, and Anheuser Bush might struggle here is just getting people back to drinking Bud Light when realistically the product is just not that much different than the other light beers. Right, and it was interesting too because YouGov had a new survey out and showed that Guinness, Corona, and Heineken were the three most liked beers of 2023 while Bud Light lost its footing slipping from that top 10 spot. And Guinness, Corona, Heineken, very distinct tastes, to your point. Bud Light. Heineken is a very distinct bad taste in that green bottle. I agree. My friend's <laughs> obsessed with Heineken. Yeah, yeah. She I mean, loves it. I went to Amsterdam, got her a bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that, that's interesting. Uh, with Bud Light, though, I think I which Alan said it was like those customs are lost forever. Like, so they can either go try something to taste the It'd same, but they're just so upset yeah. about what happened. At about 15 to 20%, I think, some of them estimated, right? That that market share dip might never come back. Yeah. I think they think it will come off the 30%. That they feel that is trough. Maybe right. we get a little bit higher than that. But overall, yeah, I mean, 15% might just be gone. But some analysts have argued when you think about the stock, again, overall, oversold, right? Mm -hmm. Because essentially saying, you know, maybe it shouldn't have been sold down this much because Bud Light isn't actually that much of a problem. You see that big dip there in May and June, but then it's... Hold on, time out, time out. Now, this is a reverse of something we've heard before. This is a different argument. They spent two months trying to tell you that, oh, the reason it's down is because investors are pulling their money because of inflation rates, which is a... So that's what it took to make the make CNN talk about inflation, huh? I was curious what it would take. Apparently, defending a man dressed as woman on a can that pretends to be beer. Right. This is a different argument, and no, again, it's every one of these little spikes you've had, like right up here, you had, you know, you you had like Pride Month. Pride Month gave it like no real redeemative spikes whatsoever and you're showing it at the beginning of june to, to today right well the issue with this argument is a lot of people use the rebates and the rebates counted air quotes counted as purchases but you know people go to the stores to try and get their beers for their family gatherings and they get there and they see oh fuck all these beers all this beer has gone up in price all this beer is so fucking expensive God, oh, what's this? Bud Light, 24-pack, $9 for 24-can with a $15 rebate? Whoa, so I get, like, 6 bucks for buying this case of beer? Fuck, I'll fill up, I guess. And then a bunch of people bought themselves beer, and then they went, got their money back, they made a bit of a profit on it, and it showed a, it showed a little bump in sales. That was it. And as you look, where we are right now, it's crashing back to the red line. And even then, this is a very selective chart we're seeing here. We don't know exactly what you have it set on. Do you have it set to, to daily? I see it says monthly here, but we don't... Ex you know, let me show you real quick something. So you see how this goes all the way back into September or August of last year? Again, you see the spikes here? Holidays. We're buying shit on holidays. And then it dips down here into October. You know, there's a lot of parties and a lot of celebrations. You know, you have a lot of, like, themed alcohol around these times, a lot of, like, Halloween-themed beers and stuff, so not really going, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff, so you see a little spike around here, and then you get into the holiday season where everybody's having parties and, and, and shit, right? But it's a little disingenuous to throw in the extended months here, especially if you're not going to bring in the context of, like, well, we've seen a major suffering uh, before, you know, this is, this is worse, blah, blah, blah. They didn't. They just kind of brought this chart up here and slapped it in front of you. Now let me provide some context. 
Now you look right here, we go over to MarketWatch. MarketWatch, call whatever you want. Call it whatever the fuck you want. It's backed up by the Wall Street Journal and it's up on the, it's up on like the people on Wall Street recommend this site. So if you don't like this site, I understand you, but it does come highly recommended. So here you go. This is just six months from January 2020, from January 23rd, 2023 to July 2023 today. Do you see the dip? So we're talking about this year alone. Last year's stock returns, everything are done. We're talking about this year. Because investors aren't getting paid from last year. That shit's done. That shit's donezos. Bunzos. So now, I'm going to say bozos, but whatever. Now you got these guys, and they're looking at this like, man, this is bad. And also, it's how sharp the decline was so fucking quickly. Bud Light has had slow periods where they didn't sell very well. But, also, by the way, stock value doesn't reflect sales. It can, but it doesn't always. There's something else to keep in mind here. But, they're looking at this, looking down the road at their next year's taxes and filing on their uh, Bud Light, their Anheuser-Busch stocks, and they're seeing how bad it is and thinking, am I going to get a return on this? Should I just sell now? Is it getting worse? Because, sure, you can say the stocks are looking up all you want, but when Bud Light is saying, yeah, we're going to have to fire people, yeah, we're going to have to get rid of people, yeah, we're going to have to lay off people, yeah, we're not doing great, they're not doing great. Starting to tick back up. Yeah. Because Bud Light, this is a international brand, Anheuser-Busch okay. and mm -hmm. AB Bad. So I think it's kind of beyond Bud Light. Ooh. I'm so excited for this. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, well, they said, you know, it looks like it's ticking back up. So I set this chart, five days. Ah, looks good. Yes. Consistent rises, no much, not much dipping. What's this? You go over here today, one day, down. So, again, not by a ton, but it's dipping back down. See percentage-wise, now percentage-wise over six months seems to actually show a similar story. Reads the tail of the tape. Yeah, similar story. For this earnings call, earnings report in about three weeks. I think we're going to get a lot more color yep. and hopefully mm. a lot more information about the fallout from this. All right, folks. That brings us to the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison. And hey, don't drink Bud Light. No. The, the Pride people are mad at him because they didn't support Dylan Mulvaney. So they, 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 they like, kicked it <laughs> out of gay win. bars. You don't win. You know, either way, yeah. at the end of the day. But, um, you know, I, I think about the companies that own these companies, the people that own these companies, and why would they let a decision like that take the company down? I don't think they thought it was going to. I think this is a legitimate public outrage one where they just pushed too far and people went, fuck you. And it wasn't even like a real like promotion. It was a thing they sent a can to this person, this Dylan Mulvaney person, but I don't think it went anywhere else. I think it was just like, here, this is for you, and you put it on social media. They made some sort of a partnering deal, mm -hmm. you know, and that was it. So why Target do the same thing? Well, I think that's an ESG thing. That's an ESG thing, right? And Target lost billions of dollars, too, because people, people are sick of this shit. They're sick of social things like that that are controversial getting stuffed into your face and where you have to accept it. Yeah. And people are like, I don't want to accept it. It's just like, I'm just coming here for fucking toilet paper. Bud Light reached...
peak backlash. They tweeted out, it's 4th of July weekend, enjoy some beer, right? You know, they're trying to get back on track here, trying to let you guys know that on the day we celebrate America, you should drink a Bud Light. And the internet did not like it. They got ratioed to hell with this tweet that they put out. People saying, no thanks, I don't want to drink your pee water. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. One of my personal favorites is before Mulvaney, the Bud Light truck, and after. (laughs) So many people had something to say to them, and none of it was particularly positive towards this company. Their marketing VP wasn't looking at the audience they had. She was looking at the audience that she wanted, and she didn't care about losing the audience that she had in order to try and gain the audience that she wanted. And when you make a jump like that, you run a huge risk of just failing completely and losing both sides, which is exactly what happened here. I'm Rumble. And I'm YouTube. YouTube, why are you dressed like that? Well, I've been seeing a lot of violations in the community lately, so I'm enforcing that. You mean like people not following your policies? Strike one! Uh, what if someone tells the truth, but it's labeled as misinformation? Strike two! Wow, what if I want to ask questions and have different opinions on things? Strike three! You're out of here! Now what? You may appeal to me in 30 days. Thankfully, we encourage diverse opinions and new ideas. Strike four! Dude, what? There's no such thing as four strikes. And I'm not even on your platform. Strike five! All right, I'm out. You're crazy. Later, dude. Strike six! 